Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. I'm not sure this is such a good idea. Trying to totally pass as Earth humans is a pretty risky step, even for us. I know we have been here on the Earth planet for many sun cycles, but I'm not at all sure we are ready to just do it. I'm not completely comfortable with it either, but the Central Council back on our home planet says it is time. Our wise leaders on the home planet have decided that things here on the Earth planet have gotten to a point where we need to assertively share our insights and experience if the needed change is to happen soon enough to be helpful. There are a lot of serious issues, and we can't put off directly intervening any longer. I guess there comes a time when we just need to do it. You're right about that, and it seems that that time is now. One thing I should mention to be sure we are all on the same page is that we have to start taking care to behave as much like Earth humans as possible. For example, we should pay careful attention to our vocabularies. The language of the Earth humans is not easy for us and that is a particular challenge here in the America pod. See, I am still doing it. I should have said that it is a real challenge here in the States. As another example, we should stop thinking in terms of sun cycles. People here in the States refer to those time units as years. I don't know how long it will take me to make the switch to America talk, but if we don't all make the switch now, we are going to have a lot of trouble getting the Earth humans. There I go again. We are going to have problems getting people here in the States to take us seriously without shocking them and unintentionally putting them off. It's not going to be easy for any of us. I know we would rather stand around and talk about how difficult it is going to be, but that won't do much for actually taking care of business. If I have it right, we are headed to the 32nd floor of this building. The appropriate way to get there is to take what the Earth humans call the elevator. There I go. I'm still doing it too. I should have said that we need to catch the elevator to 32, so let's do it. I can't help pointing out that this is a very strange way to ascend. I don't think I will ever get used to such an antiquated way of travel. It is so much easier to just think 32 and we're there. Just because we need to behave like Earth humans doesn't mean we have to like it. I'm doing it again. It is really hard to pretend and try to pass as an Earth human. Someone please poke me when I slip up. Let's take a minute to get ourselves into the groove. We are Earth humans, and no one can detect anything else. We are passing. Well, here we go. I think our meeting is going to be in the room directly across from the elevator. Let's do it. This is a most interesting conveyance. I am impressed by how rapidly it ascends. For a mechanical apparatus it performs exceptionally well. Of course it is burdensome for those of us who are used to more modern modes of movement but it is impressive for what it is. What do you think would be more modern? There are probably faster elevators but they are still elevators. This is a new building and this is certainly a state-of-the-art elevator. It is about as modern as elevators get. I don't know what planet you come from but I don't think it gets any more modern than this until we can just flick our noses and up we go. I don't expect that in my lifetime. Sorry about that, I think I must have been thinking out loud. 
I like to speculate about stuff like being able to think about moving and instantly be moving. I am strange that way. No problem. I think out loud sometimes myself. It's fun to think about weird and impossible things sometimes. This is our floor. On behalf of Congressman Brown, I am pleased to welcome you to his district headquarters. Unfortunately, the congressman was required to stay in Washington due to pressing legislative activities and is sincerely disappointed that he is not able to be here for your visit. When you scheduled this appointment last month, Congressman Brown expected to be here personally and was so much looking forward to meeting with you. He wants to meet personally with his constituents as often as his legislative schedule permits. Congressman Brown personally sends his deep regrets and hopes you will be understanding. He knows you know how important it is for him to personally be in Washington to take care of our district's business. Sally and I are the congressman's senior aides and want to assure you that all of your views and issues will be personally shared with Congressman Brown the moment he returns to the district. With that in mind, how can the congressman be of service to your group? Perhaps you will want to start by telling us who you are how long you have lived in the district, and whatever else you want to share about yourself. You can then help us understand your issues, so we may clearly share them with Congressman Brown. Although we are disappointed that Congressman Brown is not available to meet with us personally, we very much appreciate your taking time to discuss our concerns with us. We know your time is most valuable and thank you for sharing a few minutes with us. I'm sure you have our names, and have taken the opportunity to inform yourself about us. We certainly expect that level of thoroughness from Congressman Brown, Senior Aides. We have been in the district for several years and have made a special effort to maximize our awareness and understanding of the district's issues as well as those of the state and the rest of this pod. I am sorry, but I don't understand what you mean by the term mod. My associate sometimes reflexively uses the ways of expression that we use for convenience among ourselves. We think of the Earth as a large organism much like a tree or a very large bush. We think then about the many countries as individual pods within the larger organism. It is just a little idiosyncrasy we have developed. Please excuse the must speak. If I may focus our attention on the issues and concerns we wish to share with Congressman Brown, the first concern we would like to raise is the very disturbing number of homeless individuals and families. The urgency of this blight on society is even more pronounced as the weather gets colder in the northern states. Men and women, boys and girls, and even babies are out in the weather with nowhere warm to sleep, not mentioning no food, no hope and no future worth contemplating. Our leader in the capital city, that is what we call our president, tells us that all is well in America and that he is doing a fantastic job as president. We have heard Congressman Brown express similar sentiments. We are wondering if the Congressman knows about all the homeless and those right here in this district. We assume he does since they are very hard to overlook. We are here to ask what Congressman Brown thinks about these homeless people and whether he is doing anything to help them. We are concerned but aren't sure that the Congressman is. Our next concern relates to all the violence we have been hearing about in the news. It seems to be becoming a fairly regular thing for one person to start randomly killing people, including children. These violent individuals are driving vehicles into crowds of people, shooting guns at schools and random passers-by, and slaughtering groups of people who have gathered for public events. 
This violence is compounded by the daily killing of people one or two at a time by criminals, neighbors, family members and others whose behavior is neither expected nor understood. We are concerned that Congressman Brown may not fully grasp the level of death and devastation being perpetrated on the citizens of his district and elsewhere in the state. We wonder since we can find little indication that the congressman is taking a clear position rejecting this kind of violence and is committed to preventing these incidents or at least reducing their prevalence. We know he is very busy and is concerned about many issues but we are having difficulty understanding why people being killed in alarming numbers is not a much higher priority for his legislative attention. I noticed that you were carefully recording our comments and concerns. You both appear to be very proficient note-takers. We will thus trust that you are capturing our thoughts and interests completely and accurately. That makes me feel comfortable moving on to our next concern. We are hopeful that Congressman Brown is as alarmed as we are about the harm being caused by the abuse and misuse of drugs. It has been a serious public health and society issue for many years but has escalated into a severe crisis over the past few years. If I understand the reported data, it is now the primary cause of death among teens and working age adults. Even if it is not correct, the drug crisis is destroying millions of lives in the states every year. It is hard for me to imagine a more serious problem facing American society and the congressman's constituents in the district. Yet I am aware of no specific action that Congressman Brown has taken to address the drug crisis. I know our president has declared a drug crisis as a health emergency but as I heard an old timer say about something else, it's just a very loud barking dog with no bite. I know that Congressman Brown knows that talking about an issue and doing something specific about it are not at all the same. We are hopeful that the congressman will put the drug crisis on his doing something about it agenda. The concerns we have shared so far are not in any way made less important by our attention to our next issue. It is but an important issue among several important issues. Specifically, we are alarmed by the poor condition of our roads and bridges, the minimal to no attention to our public buildings and other facilities, the deterioration and inadequacy of our sewer and water systems, the pollution of our lakes and rivers, and on and on covering all of our public resources and infrastructure. Our president assured us that he would make sure that these important public assets get the resources and government attention they need and deserve. So far, I have seen little to no attention to protecting these assets and no allocation of additional resources for that purpose. What's more, Congressman Brown has not even mentioned them in his public statements. I cannot state strongly enough that our public assets need protection and serious attention and supporting resources. I am wondering where the congressman is with this and whether he has any intention to proactively protect our public assets. If I may be permitted to share our next concern, I want to talk about taxes. I know this is a current very high priority for Congressman Brown. He joins our president in the argument that taxes are too high and that our current taxation system needs overhauled. I'm not nearly sophisticated enough in things economic to make any claim to expertise but can apply what I think is simple common sense. Taxes are only too high if expenses are also too high. I know the congressman thinks it is fine to cut taxes without cutting expenses but common sense tells me that he is wrong about that. His idea along with that of our president is that cutting taxes will actually lead to more government income, but it wasn't true 40 years ago and is not true today. Fewer taxes means less government revenue. 
There is, I think, no evidence to the contrary. Additionally, Congressman Brown along with our president tells us that the tax cut will mostly benefit the middle class. Will it benefit the middle class? I suspect it might if no consideration is given to the reductions in government services and the increase in national debt that will inevitably accompany the tax cut. Will the middle class get the most benefit from the tax cut? From the data I have experienced, the middle class will benefit from about 10% of the tax cut. The other 90% benefits the wealthy and large corporations. Is it a tax cut for folks like us? Most certainly not. My issue is in trying to understand why Congressman Brown persists in misrepresenting the tax cut as being for the middle class. The congressman says he values the truth. I am hoping that he at least be truthful with us. We know that his tax cut mostly benefits the money people who pay for his elections and that cutting taxes will not boost the economy on any long-term basis. Please ask Congressman Brown to respect our intelligence enough to tell it like it is. I know we have shared a lot of important and complex issues with you and truly value the time you have given us to listen to our concerns. I have one final concern to share, hoping that we are not yet wearing out our welcome. Of course not. We are here to hear about your concerns and issues. Congressman Brown always wants to hear each point of view and constituent opinion. He has an open door and an open mind. The congressman will be getting a detailed report of our conversation and we assure you that he will give your views and opinions the full and complete attention they deserve. Our congressman is working hard for all of us here in the district and truly values your input. Please continue. Thank you. I will share our final issue, letting that suffice for now. We do have additional concerns but will reserve them for later opportunities to share. Perhaps the next time we meet, Congressman Brown can join us personally. For now, let me call your attention to what I think is the general mean-spiritedness of politics in America and in the district as well. It seems to me that no politicians are willing to sit down with each other and responsibly and rationally discuss the very serious problems and challenges facing us as a nation and as fellow citizens. Instead, politicians, including the congressman, show no ability or interest in finding solutions to our very serious problems that most can accept and agree to. He seems to have the attitude that it is his way or no way. He is not alone. From my perspective, most politicians have been shifting toward that type of inflexibility for a while now. The result is that many if not most of the truly serious issues in our country and in our society go without any serious attention. Those in political power positions appear to be mostly interested in what they can do to shift more wealth toward the wealthy and take as much support and safety as possible away from those who are least able to fully fend for themselves in our complex world today. I am hoping that Congressman Brown stops to remember those of us who are not in Washington, who are not wealthy, and who are counting on him to support and protect our otherwise unimportant interests. That concludes what we had hoped to share with Congressman Brown today. We thank you and ask you to share our good wishes with the congressman and assure him that we are always available to conference with him about what we think should be his priorities. On behalf of Congressman Brown, thank you for coming in today to share your thoughts and opinions. They are important to the congressman and he will value the input you have provided. Please feel free to contact the congressman anytime you have a problem or a concern.